Associates the term reinvention with Madonna, but I'm sorry, Bowie started it. Bowie, well, he's one of the one of the few who started it. If you think of Moon Age Daydream, those lyrics, I'm an alligator. <laughs> to Gene Genie, to the Thin White Duke, to Let's Dance, to at my personal favorite, Ashes to Ashes. Welcome to the Doctor Zeus Film Podcast. Um, so timing is weird timing is weird and in 2016 January 8th was David Bowie's birthday he releases an album called Black Star what we didn't know is that he would die two days later on January 10th 2016 I'll never forget it and a friend of the show, Kevin, texts me. He texts me in the funny way that he usually did and said, I'm stunned you didn't tell me. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he said, you usually tell me when someone really well-known dies. And I said, who died? And he said, David Bowie. And I went, no. And I'd been taking a nap. I think I was watching Sherlock and there it was David Bowie dead at 69 from cancer there's a really great documentary out called Moon Age Daydream about David Bowie I haven't watched it yet he was an actor he was a performer he was a mime he was funny I mean he nailed that Mick Jagger impression in that clip and even when he couldn't really do an accent in a movie like when he was playing David Bowie or David Bowie sorry he is David Bowie when I'm tired when he was playing Andy Warhol in Basquette 
that Jean-Michel Basquet and he really couldn't nail Warhol's accent and you could still hear David Bowie <laughs> oh my god um it was really good also in the prestige oh my goodness playing Nikola Tesla so he was an actor he was a performer he was an artist he was this chameleon and anytime he did something new differently musically or acting wise you would you were just in in awe and i never got to see him on tour and i remember i knew a girl in college she told me she saw him on tour and she was disappointed because it wasn't the 70s it wasn't the look and the ziggy stardust and it was just bowie the performer naked naked as a performer because he had nothing to hide behind but I never felt he was hiding behind it that that was his performance and he was born David Robert Jones Davy Jones and decided to change it to Bowie the 1960s he was finding himself and then he did Space Oddity in 1969 but it wasn't until 1972 that Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars were born and, and how he really looked as a performer to distance himself because he often joked that he did away with the 60s with his sound and it was new and it was fresh and how he had been influenced by the writing of Sid Barrett of Pink Floyd and I love when he says there's something quite not with us about Sid Barrett but I wish I loved his writing and I remember watching that one time my mother's walking around she's like oh my god that coming from David Bowie and it's like yeah ah Bowie 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 toward the end of his life he put out an album 2003 and then he just and then he did a tour and then he had the heart attack um, and then we didn't hear from him and then in 2013 where are we now the first single was released on his birthday and thus became this reveal it was usually his birthday he would put out a single or an album and he put out the next day and either it was the next day or black star they were working on it and they said well, how are we going to do this live and he says we're not going to because he did not want to tour ever again probably for health reasons um, and um It was around 2015, Bowie was writing songs for a Broadway musical based on Spongebob, Squarepants cartoon. The final production included a retooled version of No Control from Outside. Bowie wrote and recorded the opening title song to the television series The Last Panthers, which aired on November 2015. The theme was used from The Last Panther was all the title track for his January 2016 release, Black Star which is said to take cues from her earlier 
Quanta Drug Influence work. According to the Times, Black Star may be the oddest work yet from Bowie. On December 7th, 2015, Bowie's musical Lazarus debuted in New York. His last public appearance was at the opening night of the production. Black Star was released on January 8th, 2016, Bowie's 69th birthday, and met with critical acclaim. His producer, Tony Visconti, revealed that Bowie had planned the album to be a swung song and a parting gift for his fans before his death. Several reporters and critics subsequently noted that most of the lyrics on the album seemed to revolve around his impending death. Well, yeah, because he knew at first, you know, the cancer was in remission and then it came back. So he was living truly on borrowed time. That is a human experience. As, you know, everyone's going to die one day. And here's David Bowie, who controlled every aspect of his career and subsequently his life. And here he was controlling that art form that he did so well. And he knew when the time was going to be that's it. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. He wrote the song, Ashes to Ashes, come on. But as a performer and as an icon, when he was alive, he was an icon. He was this enigma. There was so much to Bowie that we didn't know. And I like that. I like that there would be little nuggets that he would leave for us, Easter eggs, as we call it now here at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast because he wasn't just a singer, he was a performer he was an actor he was a mime at one point he was a comedian he knew how to get his audience he joked and said it took me all of the 60s to kind of find my, my way which is true and he had had the meeting with Warhol in the 70s. And then, you know, how funny is he develops a Ziggy Stardust. And then he becomes this really great producer. And he has two performers from two legendary bands that ended too early, too soon. And that was Iggy Pop and the Stooges. He produced Raw Power. Or no, he did he? No, he didn't. He produced Iggy's solo albums, The Idiot and Lust for Life. And then Lou Reed of Velvet Underground. He produced Lou's breakout solo album, which is Transformer. And you can hear David Bowie on Satellite for Love singing background vocals and uh, Take a Walk on the Wild Side and... Um, perfect day oh my god so he wasn't just this artist but he was a fan of music first and foremost and to give that to Bowie I mean to Lou Reed whom I absolutely loved and then to Iggy Pop that those Berlin years where they went to Germany because they wanted to get clean off of drugs and just make art and make music and you know, there Bowie did Heroes and, and Low and um, Heroes is such an 
iconic song. And the meaning of it always changes. And of course, Let's Dance. And there's there's so many eras to Bowie. That's that's the thing with these bands and these performers is their eras. And how they are able to revisit it. And he's off, he'd often said that he felt like that was other lifetimes. You know, whether it's Gene Genie or the Thin White Duke or Ziggy Stardust. And, you know, go back and sing those songs with feeling. And, but as a performer, as an icon, and I remember that night after hearing it, that he had died, just sitting up and watching CNN all night long and just taking in the news and the information and listening to the songs and watching the videos. And that one song that he put out in 2013, I'd Rather Be High. And it's like, whoa. And then the song the next day. And then the video. He really knew his energy and his worth as a performer. And so when he died, it truly was stunning. It was shocking. And here is this, this chameleon who delighted and intrigued us with his art all facets of it dies days after his birthday and after his final album and there's and there's been something said about that about that I don't want to touch on because I don't think that's any of our business to obsess over his death or obsess did he know, you know, in terms of the time? And, but he was a performer and he knew first and foremost doing what he did best. That he could put out this final collection called The Black Star with Lazarus, which is such a beautiful video and song, very evocative. And then to put out the single. Or I'm sorry, Black Star, Black Star and Lazarus, the two videos, Lazarus, uh, or no, Black Star came first. It was this, oh my God, this very provocative, long piece, and it won him a Grammy, posthumously. But it was Lazarus that really stunned people. And the lyrics where he's singing, you know, about mortality. And he's in a bed. And then how he's got the same clothes on that he wore in Station to Station. And how he comes out of the wardrobe. And then toward the end of the video, he goes back into the wardrobe. And so... Those are the Easter eggs and those are the nuggets that Bowie... Bowie was really good at that. And... It's it's the music. It's the music that we, we talk about. And the art and the films and the videos. 
And so as a performer, he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. And it became his swan song, truly did. And that was perfectly planned by him and his team. (sighs) So, yeah. 2016 was a weird year. We lost a lot of well-known people. And it began with the loss of Bowie. Lemmy a couple of weeks before, but Bowie. Bowie really, and then Prince months later. And so on January 10th, 2016. Seven years ago, David Bowie died. And we celebrate him. We always will. His foibles, his, you know, there's there's been a lot said about Bowie. His indiscretions, and it's like, we're talking about the music and the, and the acting. And so, usually I would do unpleasant dreams toward the end of the show. But because I, I really enjoyed Bowie. Oh my god. Anytime he was going to do something, it was like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to leave you with his final film from 2006. Unpleasant Dreams. Wherever you are, David Bowie, thank you. Conducting the electricity. Our bodies, Mr. Angie, are quite capable of conducting and indeed producing energy. Have you eaten, Mr. Angier? <laughs> I need something impossible. You are familiar with the phrase, man's reach exceeds his grasp. Is the lie? Man's grasp exceeds his nerve. Society only tolerates one change at a time. First time I tried to change the world, I was hailed as a visionary. Second time, I was asked politely to retire. (laughs) So here I am, enjoying my retirement. Nothing is impossible, Mr. Angier. What you want is simply expensive. If I were to build for you this machine, you would be presenting it merely as illusion. People actually believe the things I did on stage, they wouldn't clap, they'd scream. I mean, think of sawing a woman in half. Mr. Angier, have you considered the cost of such a machine? Price is not an object. Perhaps not, but have you considered the cost? I'm not sure I follow. Go home. Forget this thing. I can recognize an obsession. No good will come of it. Well, hasn't good come of your obsessions? At first... But I followed them too long. I am their slave. And one day they will choose to destroy me. If you understand an obsession, then you know you won't change my mind. So be it. Will you build it? I've already begun to build it, Mr. Angier. I hope you enjoy the mountain air. This will take some time. 
I've seen Edison's men. 